episode number 42. 42. <laughs> um, how are you guys doing this morning? Uh, we are on episode 42. I'm very excited uh, and uh, anticipating to dive in on today, on today's topic, which is about talking about God's grace. And I want to share my experience, my story, um, my revelation um, on yesterday um, about more about, you know, just God's grace. Uh, very briefly, if this is your first time ever listening to any one of my broadcasts or any one of my episodes, my name is Cami Knight with A Higher Love. A Higher Love is another way for saying unconditional love. And God showed me um, this within my life. A higher love is placed on the inside of every single one of us. This is who we really are because we come from this infinite divine love, this infinite divine source. And so because we are um, a divine extension of that, we are a divine extension of love. And so this is who we really are. This is who we really are. You know, I'm just reminded when I think of the divine, when I think of God, I think of God as this infinite light, this infinite light of love that constantly gives. And from that light, when I think of a light that, that never goes out, I think of like a flame, a flame that never goes out. And 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 part of that flame, when I think of bits and pieces of that light that that you know that comes off and that reminds me of the analogy of of who we are you know that 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 piece of light that that piece of of fire you know we come from source so you know there's a verse that says uh you know ah for I am the vine and and you are the branches okay and so we come from that we are an extension from, you know, this infinite divine source, which we call God. Many of us call God. And I always felt this on an intuitive level, but I wasn't raised to believe that love was that way. I thought that love was really on the outside of me, that it was conditional. Um, I grew up in a house um, where it was really emphasized on the fact of, you have to do things in order to receive love. That you have to um, jump hurdles. You have to dot every I and cross every T. And with that understanding, y'all, I grew up believing that I wasn't enough. Because I'm like, man, I'm jumping all these hurdles. I'm doing all these things to be accepted by love, to be you know, accepted by God. I thought God was always angry with me and I wasn't getting it right enough, you know. Uh, and so I kept trying to get it right kept trying to get it right because the truth of me thought that within me I thought that I wasn't enough and because of that um the effects of that I grew up uh, with low self-esteem feeling unworthy feeling that I wasn't uh adequate enough and all of those beliefs I grew up believing yet there was the truth of me my soul my soul core was going against that but if you have been raised around a certain environment and you pick up those beliefs, right, um, along the way, um, you operate under what you believe. And so even though I had the tugging at my heart saying that, you know, 
I don't think you have to jump hurdles in order to receive love. I believe that you are love. I don't believe that you have to dot every I and cross every T in order to be accepted by God. Like God loves you as you are because, you know, you are an extension of who he is. So how could he not love the very thing that represents who he is? And so these are the questions that always went in my mind as a child, but, and even as an adult, it was always with me. And this is the truth. You know, this was my soul that was tugging at my heart. Um, but yet and still, I still believed you know, at the in within my subconscious mind, I was still operating under the beliefs of thinking that I had to do things and jump hurdles in order to be accepted by love. And so I carried this mentality, um, this this mentality on into my life and in every area of my life, and things just weren't adding up. I said, you know, I'm doing all this stuff, I'm doing all the things to be accepted by God, to be approved by God, but it just does not seem like I'm being enough. I'm doing this in in the area of love and right now the top 10 things in my marriage of what I should do but it, something doesn't feel right. I'm doing this in the area of my career and in saying that I have to do to do this and do this in order to feel happy and in order to, you know I have to acquire this amount of money. I have to do, you know, buy this this house by this certain time. Uh, you know, my kids have to be in this order and all of these compartments in this uh rigid forms um, that I thought I had to do and had to be, um, I was finding uh, no peace. I was, I was having, you know, very discontentment. And I, and I remember always questioning and asking these questions, um, but I didn't know how to function out of the system from which I was brought up under, which was conditional love. And so the blessing and the beauty of that the blessing and the beauty of living in in this system of believing that love was conditional, believing that, you know, I had a lot of fear growing up. But the blessing of that was that in operating under that, the effects of operating under that was the very thing that awakened me. And so I failed in every area of my life. I failed in every area of my life. My my marriage was failing. My career, I did I did not feel content. I felt like I was, you know, failing in my, you know, career of making of making money. I kept trying to find different avenues of how to better my family and better my career and thinking that, okay, well, if I make this amount of money, then everything's going to be okay. And then then I'll be happy. Then I'll find or if I pray harder, then you know God will accept me. Then God will be happy with me. If 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 I you know all of this was based off of conditions, and um, so God stopped all of that and showed me. You know, it was within my failure, within every area of my life that I felt within myself what God was saying: Stop trying. Everything that you think you have to do, this isn't the truth of who you are. This is what you thought you had to be because of what they told you. Mm -hmm. And I've been tapping at your heart for a long time. And I'm getting ready to show you the truth of who you really are. And not only that, but I'm going to show you the essence of what love really is. And in my life, that's where I found and was awakened. Because it was already within me and it's already within you. That was where I awakened to the essence of unconditional love.
And in this awakening, it was in my dark times where I realized that this unconditional real essence of the God within me, that the love that was within me was real. And that all those illusions and fears that I had created were not real. This unwavering, unshaking thing that was within me was not real. The fear that I had felt in contrast of what was real on the inside, the fear that I had felt, that energy that I had felt, had propelled me. The failure that I had experienced had propelled me to this experience that I had with God. And that's where I went on the journey with God, where God began to remove all the beliefs and all the you know, doubts that I had about myself the way that I viewed myself, the way that I thought love was, the way, you know, that I treated my husband, the way that <clears throat> I treated my children, the way that I treated my mother, the way that I treated people. God began to show me within me the truth of who I was and in every relationship that I had, how that was the reflection that was going to be the reflection of the unconditional love of the realness that was on the inside of me. And so as I began following this path, it wasn't easy, but as I began following and listening within, things just started unfolding. There were things that I didn't have to try to do that started folding, unveiling, and flowing into my life. And so on the journey, I thought this was just for me, <laughs> but no, um, God was telling me on an intuitive level that this calling, this was a calling that I had in my life and I was to share it with the world. And so by being guided, I was led to a higher love. And so that's what I'm here to share with you on today. And I'm super excited because I want to talk today about the grace of God. Now, yesterday I was talking to a friend of mine. Um, we both, uh, our daughters both attend the same, um, school. Um, and, uh, for many of you, uh, who don't know, I homeschool my girls and also they attend, um, a camp, they attend a campus <clears throat> once a week where they're in a class setting and, you know, all of that. And so they're done about three, I would say about three o'clock. So after three o'clock, you know, the kids usually like play or, you know, hang out or whatever. The parents kind of hang out and talk for a little bit before everybody leaves. And so I was talking to my friend um, and like I've said, stated that, you know, our girls <clears throat> both attended the school around the same time, attended school around the same time. And so we were just, you know, conversing and she was sharing with me. She was like, you know, um, I'm not in Kennedy's class. Um, this year, how has her um, performance been? Like, how has she uh, been doing in class? And uh, she asked this question because she remembered what I shared with her about three years ago. She remembered that there was a time, three years ago was a time where my life had shattered, where, you know, every area of my life was failing. Every area of my life was shattering. And I was at a very broken point in my life. I had moved in with my mom. We had all moved in with my mom, the whole family. And I was just not cool with it. I was sharing her the whole story. What I'm sharing with you is what I shared with her. And I was telling her and I said, I said, Linda, I, I, um, you know, I was just not 
good three years ago you remember and she was like yeah you know I, I remember you sharing with me I don't know you know the in-depth in-depth you know the detail but I remember sharing you sharing with me and I was telling her I was like I remember you know looking looking now at my daughter now and looking where I am now um I really believe and and know that it, it was God's grace on my life. It was God's grace on her life. Um, three years ago, um, at around that time, I was such at a low point. Um, because there was many areas in my life. One of the areas, um, and that was you know, just this beliefs that I had about myself and the areas of my life was had had failed at the time. And I was just depressed. I was sad. I was bewildered. Um, and, and I wasn't present. I remember at the, during that time when I felt like my life was failing. I remember, you know, at that time where I just couldn't even be present and teach my girls. You know, I, I couldn't even teach my girls. There were times when I would just break down crying. I couldn't even teach the whole lesson. I couldn't even teach the whole lesson because I was just, it was, you know, just the the feeling and, 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 and what was happening on the inside of me, you know, to, to, to experience, you know, the heartache of, you know, the breaking down of my relationship at the time and, and, and the, and in the career that I was trying to do, um, I was working from home and I was going to, um, open up a school and I was going to start it inside of the home. And, you know, that felt at the time when I was trying to do that three years ago, it felt like God was saying, no, like, no, this isn't, this isn't what you are, what I've called you to do. But I didn't know what I was going, what I was called to do. I, I was just trying to advance my family, you know, financially. And I thought that was a ticket, you know, to, to, you know, I knew I was good with kids. I knew my teaching was my natural ability. So I was going to do that career. And, you know, in doing that, I was, uh, you know, doing that. But God was, it was something tugging at my heart that was saying, "Mm, this isn't the way. And so I listened to that voice. I didn't know what the next step was, but I knew God's voice. And so I, I, I stopped uh, pursuing the career of opening up the school, starting inside the home, opening up. I was going to open up a pre, pre-K, um, you know, school. You know, it was going to be from ages two to five, and I was going to start inside the home and then build it up to a building. I was looking around for buildings, and, you know, I was doing the whole nine yard, and I felt that this heart at my heart that God was saying, I have something else for you. I have something else for you. And it also helped uh, at the time. I had the amazing blessing of having one a mentor at the time who came into my life. And I was sharing with her at the time when I was battling back and forth with the, with, you know, I'm really good with kids and, you know, and this is what I desire to do to help kids. And she said, Cammie, I don't know. She said, I'm not knocking the fact that you don't have the ability and of, of, you know, doing the career of, you know, the day here in the preschool, she said, but I think that there's something else there within you. And there was something within me that, that stood still. There was something within me that rung. There was something within me that awakened my soul when she said that. And it confirmed what I felt. 
And so in that, I stopped pursuing that. But still at the time, I was bewildered. I was like, okay, God, well, well what, 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 what do you want me to do? What do, what do you want me to do? Like my, my, everything in my life is that, that I've tried to fix or try to make better, that I've tried to control. All this that I'm trying to do, like, well, what, 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 show me, show me. And God began showing me that it's not in you doing and fixing all of the areas in your life. Mm-mm. This not a, this is not about you. Okay, well, let me, let me try to fix my marriage. <clears throat> let me try to fix being a mom okay well let me try to fix being a career okay well let me try to work on this diet okay well let me try to better this okay well and this is where I was and God was saying the answers are not in that the answers are not in that the answers are within the answers are within and so over time over time over time was when the purpose within me just started unveiling and I started just taking one step at a time. Here's the thing. Grace was always with me. Grace was with me in times where I I remember a time when I thought that what I was doing in the area of thinking that the answers were outside of me like okay well I'm going to fix this I'm going to fix that I'm going to fix that okay and then this, I'm going to do this at times where I thought that the answers was in my deeds was in my works at times where I thought that I had to work for grace grace was still there at times when I was functioning out of out of me thinking that love was in conditions grace with grace was there at times when <clears throat> I thought what I was doing as a mom what I was doing as a wife what I was doing within myself at times when I was searching for the answers within myself at times when when with, grace was always there And in knowing that grace was always there, it allowed me to see, it allowed me to see that it was okay to embrace my failure. Because grace was always there teaching me. When when I was so consumed and so distracted and thinking that it was in the things and in the forms when I was so consumed and so distracted in me believing and thinking that it was in me getting the next career, that that would be the answer to my happiness. Grace was always there. Grace. At times when I was, when I was in my bed, just in a fetal position, thinking, how did my life ended up being this way? How... How grace was there. In times when I was in class with my daughter and she had no idea, I'm quite sure she felt it on an intuitive level. 
I'm quite sure she felt it on an energy level. At times when I would go to the corner of the class, at the very corner of the class, and just tears would just roll down my face. And I would go to the corner of the class so nobody couldn't see. At times when I didn't know how to express my emotions. At times when I was so, I was filled with so much emotion of sadness because of, you know, the breaking down that was happening in my life. At times when, when I, I had so many tears and so much emotion that was evoking because I was so sad and depressed and broken. At times when I was crying, crying and didn't really, I, I just said there were times that I was at a point in my life where, um, you know, I was crying so much that I said, you know, it really doesn't even make a difference if, if I step out for a minute, I'm just going to cry right in front of you because I can't, I can't hold it right now. I, I with that broken but the beauty of grace it was still there God sent the right people to love me in the right place grace still there this is why and I've said before you do not have to be ashamed of your past ashamed of your mistakes it is not in you trying to get it, get it right. But it was about the awakening of knowing who you are in God. And in my, in my bewilderment, in, in, my, in my moment of, of just so much despair, grace. There's a verse that says, "Great, it is grace that taught me, and it is grace that will lead me on." I also want to talk about now that I'm on the other side. I'm, now that I'm on the other side of that experience, it is grace that is with you on the mountaintop as well. See, oftentimes how I grew up. When I think of grace, <clears throat> I think of grace in the area of grace being there at your low point, right? You know, <clears throat> or, or I almost, I almost, uh, you know, wanted to let, I wanted to let go. <clears throat> I almost gave up, but grace found me, right? I, I've, I've heard of that. Growing up, growing up in growing up in church, that's what I heard. That was what you know. That was the the connotation. Of, that was what I perceived when it came to grace. And yes, this is true. And also, now that I'm on the other side of that experience, now that I'm on the other side of the experience, on the other side is grace as well. See, take with you, take grace with you when you're in your valley, right? Know that grace is there. See, that's the beauty of love, of unconditional love. That's the beauty of grace. The beauty of grace is that it is with you at any state, at any moment of your life. And that if you are at your, if you feel you are at your lowest of low, grace is there. Grace does not condemn 
Grace does, does, does not say because you don't have it all together, you are not worthy of. No, grace cleans you up. Grace washes you. Grace rebuilds you. Grace constantly shows you. Even when you are in a haze and you can't see, grace teaches you and guides you and protects you and builds you up. Grace, it is grace. And, 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 and it is grace. It is grace that is with you on your mountaintop. See, when God was transforming and doing the things on the inside of me, when I was being guided to talk to the right mentor, when I was being guided to meditate this way, when I was being guided to pray this way, when I was being guided to, you know, write ideas about my business, a higher love, when I was being guided to love in the way in which God, you know, designed for me to love, when I was, all that time when I was guided, it was grace that was teaching me. But on the other side, you know, God was, God was removing all of those beliefs that was blocking, blocking me or was sort of my head or was the system in which I was operating under, God was rewiring that. And in rewiring that, in rewiring that, and now that I'm on the other side and I'm aligned with the will of God, now that I'm aligned with what is, what serves my highest good. Now that I am in the alignment of what serves my highest good. Now that I am in the alignment of what serves my inner being, of what serves my inner being. Now that my I have surrendered and aligned myself with what aligns with my inner being, with what aligns with my soul, I had to also take grace with me in receiving the good. Mm-hmm. There was a a level of mindfulness that I had to do in order to receive the good in my life. See, the good was always there. But because of the perspective that I had, because of the this system in which I was operating under, I couldn't see what was there. But also, the beauty of living that way, the beauty of believing that way, the beauty of, of, of feeling that I wasn't enough, the beauty of, of feeling, you know, that, you know, of having low self-esteem, the beauty of feeling that I wasn't accepted, the beauty in that, those experiences, the beauty in that was that the, the, the effects of operating under that, I realized that it was not serving me. And so what was for me was always for me, but because I operated under that belief, under that system, under that focus, I could not see what was already, what already had, you know, the the path that God had already paved for me, the blueprint that was already designed for me. But because I was here, God had to, to, to show me the very thing that wasn't serving me in a huge race. So I fell so bad, which was so good. 
There's a verse that says, you know, God uses the foolish to confound the wise. And, and there's a verse that also talks about, you know, for all things work together for the good of them, you know, who love the Lord and, are, and, and that are called according to his purpose. You are all loved. You are all love. This isn't excluded. This is th- th- that verse isn't isn't for just for a, a selective of people. You are all love. It is for everybody. Your own design blueprint. I, all, I often rem- reminded of the fingerprint. The fingerprint that everybody has is different because it is yours. And this is the analogy of the blueprint that God has for you. God has a blueprint for you, for you. God has you in mind, you, you, you in mind. A specific design for you to have that is for you and nobody else. But the, but the beauty of aligning with what is designed for you, with the abundance that is designed for you is that it is bigger than you. What God has for you is bigger than you. What God has for you benefits you, right? But it's so big that it is bigger than you. It's so big that it's bigger than you. And the beauty of love is the beauty of grace. The beauty of grace is, listen, the beauty of grace, what it teaches us, what it reminds us, what it shows us. The beauty in that is that that's why you, it's okay. It's okay to, oh, I, I don't feel like I'm enough. That's okay. That's okay. Because guess what? Guess what? On the inside of you, there is truth that 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 God presents the opportunity for you to see this truth. God constantly love constantly presents the opportunity for you to see that truth. Love constantly grace constantly presents the opportunity for you to see that truth. And so the beauty and you feeling and you believing in the fear, the beauty and you believing in that contrast is that on the other side, there's always an opportunity. There is always an opportunity. There is always, always, always Always, God, always, 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 always presents the opportunity for you to choose and be will. You have to choose. Choose what serves your highest good. And you know. What serves your highest good? It's just a choice and the beliefs that you believe, right? Oftentimes it's the it's the beliefs. So it's like, well, I've been raised this way, so maybe this is the way that I'm supposed to live my life. You know, I've had low self-esteem all my life, so maybe I'm supposed to be that way. You know, I've thought this way for so long, so maybe that's just how it's supposed to be. And if you believe that God is not the God that forces himself on you, because that is not love. And when you believe that, and if you believe that that is serving you, guess what? That's going to be the very thing that is serving you. I'm reminded of a verse when Jesus was talking to the man at the pool, at the pool of Bethesda. And when he said, 
when he asked the man, do you want to be made whole? He asked, he asked the question. You know, the man had all the excuses of why he couldn't get up. And, and people were looking over him. And he couldn't get to this because of the, all these excuses, right? And Jesus asked him. He asked him, he said, do you want to be made whole? And so this reminds me of the opportunity. So it's like the miracle is there. The opportunity is there, right? The opportunity is there. And one, it's either one that we're, we're, we're still being, we're still learning. We're still, we're still, you know, being taught. We're still, we're still awakening. And guess what? Whatever level you are in, in your life, it is okay. It is okay. You can even touch your own heart and say, but wherever I am, right, it is okay. It is okay. And God always presents the opportunity. God always presents the opportunity to show you another way. There is always. 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 There is always, there is always another way. And the other way is freedom. The other way is abundance. The other way is where you see the beauty of what has been paid for you. Grace teaches you at your lowest point. Grace teaches you at a point in your life when you're okay, when you're good. Grace is with you at your most blissful, highest points. Grace Love is always with you. So that's all I have on today. Um, I have a six-week course called A Higher Heart, February 1st. February 1st. <clears throat> today is the last day to register. So um, if you have not registered, um, I would encourage you to do so because registration closes midnight tonight midnight tonight and so we're going to dive deep into this i'm so excited and i'm so willing to to serve you and to pour into you for what god um, has poured into me you know when god freed me it was my calling to guide you to your own freedom you are you are guided you are loved you are supported and always, and I'm so happy to be that earth angel to show you, to help you, to help what is already within you, what you already have. I'm so grateful to experience my low, to experience my low point, to experience my dark, dark moments, to experience the failure in my life. I'm grateful to show you what God has shown me about love. And that is not what this world has, has taught you. It, it, it's going back to the place of truth within you. I remember thinking that marriage was, was one way, right? I remember thinking that 
you know, I had so much fear about marriage and so much fear about love and how things should be. And God began to show me, no, that this is what it is. That, that this is what it is. I had so much fear about life and God just showed me, no, this is what it is. And grace, it is grace that shows us in every stage of our life. So, If you would like to know more information about a higher heart six-week course, once again, it starts Friday, February 1st for six weeks. Um, I will be teaching once a week um, online. And uh, once you pay for the course, it's $97 for the course. Um, you can pay the $48.50 up front or you can pay the $48.50 um, mark. Y'all, see, this is why <laughs> I'm so sorry. My, my, my podcast paused. I have to continue what I was saying. Excuse me, y'all. So if you would like to, if, if, this, if my recording cut off, I apologize. My daughter was calling me. <laughs> I use my phone to record my podcast. But if you would like to know more information about the six-week uh, session called A Higher Heart, um, you can go ahead and email me at a higher love is one word, a higher love at com at cammynight.com. Um, if you would like to just go ahead and say, you know, I don't really, I've heard enough and I'm sold, <laughs> go ahead and um, you can... PayPal me uh, the $97, which is paypal.me slash a higher love. I'll say that again. It's paypal.me slash a higher love. And you'll see my name. Um, you'll see the logo, a higher love. It's pink and then it has the gold uh, italics uh, font on it. Um, but yeah, you'll see my name, Cami Knight, if, you'll pull, if you pull that up. Um, but yes, um, any more questions? Also, if I if I if you didn't catch this, if you do not have the ninety seven in full, you can pay the forty eight fifty up front and forty eight fifty March first. So hop on, y'all. This will be the first cycle. I'm super excited and very grateful to share this with you. What God um, has placed on my heart. So let's dive in and, and you know let's let's go higher in love and 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 align ourselves and allow uh, the truth of who we are um, to flow into our lives. Hey, grace is with you always. Bye.